0: Welcome to Wire Talk with Karen Stubbs, a podcast designed to encourage and equip moms by answering your questions about motherhood, hopefully helping you maintain your faithfulness to God while experiencing a peaceful life on your journey. Here's your host, Sunny Williams. Hey everyone and welcome to Wire Talk with Karen Stubbs. I'm Sunny. I'm your host and I'm here in the cozy Wire Talk office with the lovely Karen Stubbs herself. Good morning Karen.
1: Good morning. I just love that you always say I'm lovely. You are lovely. <laughs> you are it makes lovely. makes my heart smile. And I like that we sit in your cozy little study up I in know. your house. Yes. I'm going to work on it though Sunny. I need to work on this space. It's starting to bug me. Oh no. Not in a bad way. <laughs> just you know. I don't know. I yeah. just want to work on it. Make All it right. a little cozier. Get it. It. i'm all about it yeah i know
0: um well this is our 99th episode it's insane which means next week is our 100th
1: episode whoop, whoop, birthday party and then
0: right <laughs> and we are going to do have a little bit of a different episode next week so you're really going to make sure that you tune in oh, for that yeah, it's very okay? special it is special <laughs> i kind of wish now that we had some behind the scenes footage but then we might all get killed so should
1: we tell them what it is or no
0: No, I think we're going to keep them breathless with anticipation. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But before we get on to today's episode number ninety nine, you have an event coming up this weekend in Ohio. Is that right? Yes, Cincinnati,
1: Ohio. Isn't that fun? It is. What are you doing? It's another mom's night out. Get it. Second one, and I'm so excited about Cincinnati, Ohio. These moms are. Fun! I just can't wait to get up there. I've never been up there before.
0: Listen, somebody there needs to be
1: doing some Facebook Live business so that we can all see. <gasps> Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Well, I am taking our little social media team, so I will tell them to do it. Excellent. I don't know how to do Facebook Live. I'm sure it's not hard, but... It's not. We'll figure it Kate, out. Katie will know what to do.
0: Yes. There you go. Yay. Awesome. Well, if you are in Cincinnati, it's not too late to buy a ticket. No. Um, or if you know moms in Cincinnati, send them to the website, moms.com mm-hmm. slash events, and encourage them to buy a ticket. It, invite a friend, make a night out of it. Love to have them out; would be fun. But so, just real quick, so that I don't skip. In case this is a new mom who has mm-hmm. never heard of this "mom's night out" business, tell yeah. them what that is, just really fast.
1: So it's just a night of encouragement for moms. Um, I'm going to be doing a talk. Um, we're going to have worship with Corey and Molly, and they sing it sore. And just a time to moms can fellowship with each other, have community, be equipped and encouraged by me, and then time of worship where they can just really. You know, soak it all in. Mm -hmm. And SOAR
0: is the annual conference from Birds on a Wire. And this is kind of like SOAR on tour, for lack of a better word. Like a mini SOAR. Like a
1: mini version of SOAR. Just a little taste of SOAR. So
0: exciting. I cannot wait to hear how it goes. I know. So lots of big stuff. So let's go on and talk about what we're talking about today. All right. What's our topic? Today's topic is keeping the future in mind. (sighs) Oh, <sighs> That's interesting. It huh? is, and I, I'm my brain just says, "Oh, it's so much easier said than done." <laughs> you know, so truly. I'm, you know, going to have my notes out ready to go. All right, let's do it. So our first question says, "I have three boys, bless your sweet soul, ages four, two, and a newborn. Congratulations, now really mama! Yeah. Yes, and I'm wondering what I can do as a mom to foster loving, healthy relationships between my children that will outlast me and my husband." I come from a broken childhood, and as a result, my siblings and I are not much in contact. I don't want this to happen to my kids. What did you do to nurture good relationships amongst your children while they were living at
1: home? Such a great question. That is such a great question. I love it. I love it. I love her heart. Okay. I want to thank this sweet mom for writing in. I think her name might be Bethany. Yes. Um, Maybe because it says in parentheses. (laughs) That was was my clue. All right. First thing I want to tell this sweet little mama is her family that she has right now, her three boys, four, two, and a newborn, they are not her family that she grew up with. Yes. So she needs to get that thought out of her head. Mm -hmm. Um, She is setting a new trajectory for her family, and she is not going to repeat the one that she grew up in. So she needs to know that. So other thing I want to tell the sweet mama is um, children learn from observing. So the fact that she has three boys, children are always constantly looking to the parents to learn. That's that's their first go-to that they're learning from. So if she wants to teach and create a loving environment where everybody's close and all that, the best thing she can do is to create that between her and her husband. Mm. and be kind to her husband, loving towards her husband, showing respect, um, putting him first. That is what the boys will inevitably get as they watch them do life together throughout their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And because her children are so close, I know it's hard for her right now because they're close, but that's gonna be good because usually if children are close like that in age, they tend Mm -hmm. to be close relationally. Right. So even though it's hard, it's good. The other thing to keep in mind is it's a process, yeah. and relationships are built over time. Mm -hmm. So she just needs to keep speaking truth into her own life, keep pouring into her marriage. That's the first and foremost thing, and then it will just start trickling down in the family.
0: It's so funny to me when we talk, and and you talk about starting with your marriage first, Mm -hmm. when it's a a podcast really for parenting, it's... you know the mom's the parenting side, yeah, um, and i I think it's an interesting um twist that we that fail to recognize mm-hmm. at the beginning that parenting is better when we have a solid marriage, totally. Our kids that they do learn that they do learn by observing and that what they we're modeling what they're what they're going to be doing every day. And we just don't realize it. And that's an awesome, as in giant responsibility yeah. that we carry on our shoulders.
1: Well, I think so many times whenever we become moms, we put those kids just first because they're infants, they're babies. Mm-hmm. We need to. But a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this, we forget about our husband. Mm-hmm. He's an adult. He figured it out himself. We're mm-hmm. figuring it out ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? But... A lot of people ask me a lot of times, how did I have such confident children? And I don't think I did anything to make them confident. I really do think children gain their confidence and their security in that marriage Mm -hmm. that they see played out in front of them all the time. Yeah. So was there anything that you did, not like like a tip or a trick, with
0: your kids just to to help foster their relationship? With each other? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Well... I there was one thing I never let mine go in the room and lock the door.
0: Yeah, we can't lock our doors. Either.
1: I know that's a silly thing, but I I did not let my kids do that. They could go in the room and shut the door, but they could not lock the door. They could not lock themselves away from the rest of the family. Yeah. We're a family and sometimes we all need space and I get that. But um, I just never like them to do that. At my kids fault, just like all everybody else's children. I tried to let them work it out between themselves because I think that's what builds the relationship. If I'm constantly jumping in and fixing it, fixing it, fixing it, that's not teaching them anything other than mom's a big referee. Yeah. Um, Another thing is I, and we've talked about this multiple times, if they were ugly to each other, I would tell them, you can't play with your friends until you start being nice to each other. That was a big thing. And I also just had to let them sort of breathe and be my dad was an only child, and he was always telling me, and my sisters, because we there were four girls in my family, I would have killed, had a sibling, you know, I would have done anything. Always making us feel guilty because we were squabbling over stuff. And it's just like, when I had children, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to guilt them into being close. Right. And I want to encourage them to be close to their siblings, but I don't want to guilt them into that. Mm-hmm. And I did realize that, like, because growing up, Um, some of mine would be closer than others. And I just realized over time, hopefully they will learn to appreciate each other. And they did, but that took a long time with some of my kids, like Kelsey and Taylor, they did not get close until really Kelsey went to college because she came home and she saw how close Taylor and Emily were. Mm -hmm. And that made her jealous. And she wanted that. And so then she started investing in Taylor. And then that's when their relationship bloomed. But it sometimes it just takes time. It takes maturity. And it just, um, it's a process. Yeah. yeah. So what's one
0: practical thing that this mom can do as far as wanting to foster healthy relationships with her kids for the future?
1: Yeah. Don't give in to fear. Don't let fear stop you in your tracks. Because that's what fear does. It paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. So don't allow fear to stop you of what, you grew up with, just keep moving forward of what you're creating. Yeah. She's creating a whole new family that has nothing to do with her history. Yeah. I love that. Yep, yeah. Thank you, mom. Yes. Thank you.
0: Um, our next question says, how did you know when you were done having kids? My husband says he doesn't want any more, but I just can't <clears> mentally <throat> close the door on growing our family. We have two kids now.
1: Okay. We sort of mentioned this last week. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Um, Greg, <coughs> And I'm not sure how I knew. I just knew. Mm -hmm. I just knew I was done. Mm -hmm. Like when we had Taylor, we had always said three or four children back when we were dating. We had no idea what we were even talking about. When I had Taylor, just him being a boy into everything, Greg was traveling a lot with FedEx and the Navy. I mean, he was averaging about four days a month home between those. Just let that soak into your brain right Mm -hmm. now. Three children, he's averaging four days home. Mm. (laughs) And then he comes to me, and says, I want number four. And I was like, I don't know what you're smoking, but you need to give me some of it. (laughs) I don't want any more. Like, I got enough here. So he just really wanted number four. And I started praying about it like half-heartedly because I was like, I just do not want a fourth. And God did start changing the desires of my heart and I got to where, all right, I'll, I'll do four. But when I was pregnant with Abby... I mean, there was no shadow of doubt in my mind. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. We are done. You need to go get whatever you need to get, get done, because <laughs> we're done. And um, so that's what I would suggest to this mom is to just start praying about it and and not just her, but her and her husband in getting on the same page. Very good,
0: um, which is really the one practical thing for today, so... You want to just wrap that up in a nice bow for
1: us? Yeah. If you and her husband are not on the same page, I would just separately say, why don't you pray about it? Why don't I pray about it? And then in a month, let's come together and have a discussion, maybe list pros and cons. You know, you tell me why you don't want one. Let me tell you why I do want one. A lot of times with men, it's finances, Mm -hmm. just to be honest. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times with women, they they don't want anymore because they're like I can't handle anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you can just sort of drill down on what it is exactly that is keeping you from wanting another, maybe you just don't want anymore. You're like, yeah, I'm done. I feel good. I feel yeah. like we're full. But I know when a wife, a woman doesn't feel like the family's finished, that's sort of a achingness in her. Yeah. So I would just really pray and just lay that at the Lord's feet and just be like, I don't feel like I'm finished. He is. Like I had a friend of mine. They had twins. And he was done uh, because the first two years were really hard. And she really wanted more. And she just kept praying about it. And God finally took that desire away from her. And Mm -hmm. she got happy with the two. And just she found peace. Good. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Our next question says, I can't help but think about a few years down the road when my kids are all in college and I'll be home alone. I haven't been in the workplace in 12 years and feel overwhelmed by what it looks like to jump back in. I know you worked more consistently when your kids were at home, but what Mm -hmm. advice can you give me?
1: That's a great question. It really is. I love it. And I love that she is giving herself some time. It's not like her youngest is a senior in high school. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So in this amount of time she's got, I would just really encourage this mom to start figuring out what she likes. Like if you're going to go back to the work, Force, what are you good at? Mm -hmm. What do you and your chase may have changed? Usually, we all have the same skill set, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, what is she good at doing? And start figuring that out. Maybe take a few classes between now and then. She's got some time here Mm -hmm. and maybe do some self evaluation. What is it that sort of floats her boat, trips her trigger? You know, do a little self reflection. Did you ever worry about that? You know, um. No. I don't think I did. I'm not a real deep thinker though. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I I know. That's okay. I'm just serious. But the other thing is I had no idea like a lot of people think I had this vision for birds on a wire all along. No. I did not have this vision for birds mm-hmm. on a wire all along. God God had the vision for mm-hmm. me all along. I firmly believe that. And he did not reveal it to me until you know, right before, like 2011, right before then. So for this mom, I wouldn't be scared that she's been out of the workplace for 12 years because she has a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. She has wisdom. Heck, being a full-time mom, you got all kinds of tricks in your bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Companies love that kind of stuff. And God will open the doors. I'm a firm believer in this. God will open the doors when they're ready to be opened.
0: Yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah. Um, do you have any resources that you could recommend to this mom? I said to start doing maybe some personality assessments. Like oh, yeah. I, the, I love those. I do, too. I do, too. Like The Right Path, Myers-Briggs, The Disc, any of that kind of stuff just to sort of figure out what are her strengths, what are her weaknesses, figure out what are her temperament is or mm-hmm. personality. I mean, I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I said, I'm not a deep thinker because I'm a yellow sanguine, and yeah. <laughs> we are not deep thinkers, you know? <laughs> we just are very impulsive and just sort of go with it. And um, But that worked well for me with Birds on a Wire because if I had really sat down and thought what it was to start a nonprofit, to raise the money, to do this, to do this I would have talked myself right on out right. of it, you know? Yeah. So me not being a deep thinker really helped. Yeah. Um, so, and then I've got down what color is my parachute. That's just a old general book of what do you want to do in life.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, what's one practical thing that this mom could do today to kind of help ease her heart a little bit about what life's going to be like when her kids jump out?
1: I think she should just use her time wisely while her children are home. Start her self evaluation. Sort of discovering her. Mm -hmm. How fun is that? I'm like, I'm excited for this mom, this exercise on finding her, not just her as a mom, but like a whole new dimension of her as a woman. I love that. Yeah. Life is never. Us, life
0: is ever changing.
1: It is. Yeah. and I hope she lets us know what she does. I know. Oh yes, please do. Yeah. So uh, fun. Um,
0: our next question comes from Cynthia Schneider, who is the Mom Life Director at Fellowship Bible Church in Waco, Texas. Well, hey there. Right. Yeah. Um, Cynthia says we all get tired and want to toss in the towel sometimes. How can you stay relentless in your pursuit of happy, healthy adult children? What are some ideas you can share? Um, What are your thoughts on a family vision statement and its importance?
1: Okay, wow. This is a lot packed into this one question. (laughs) So this is good. Um, Okay. So, yeah, of course we all get tired and we want to give up. Um, I just think we have to think and realize that parenting is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And the best thing that um, a marathon runner can do is to – train their body, teach their body how to go the distance. Greg ran marathons. Mm-hmm. And you know, you just don't get out there one day and run twenty six point one miles or mm-hmm. how many ever it is. You have to train your body. It's a diligent process. And same thing in parenting. Like you're not just gonna have one conversation with your child and they're just gonna be like, okay, and they got it. Mm-hmm. It's training after training after training after training. So whenever you get tired and weary I think the best thing to do is to give yourself a break, not from, you know, you can't just say, bye, no. kids, yeah. <laughs> but, no, but go on a little mini vacations, you mm-hmm. know? Leave your kids with the grandparents. Leave them with friends, and you and your husband go away, or maybe you need a girl's weekend away or whatever, you know, get mm-hmm. some friends and go to a cabin in the mountains or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But give yourself a break to to sort of do something for you. That's why we do those mom's night out, to mm-hmm. give that mom that little unplug. Get pour into her and then come back in. That's refreshing. And I know when Greg ran marathons and he was training, he would go like on his 13 mile runs or 15 mile runs on the days, he would go and put out at different places, like a ball of water or a squeegee nourishment thing, whatever it is he ate, I Mm -hmm. don't know, (laughs) a bar or whatever, to give himself nourishment along the way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Same thing with a mom. We need to be nourishing ourselves in this journey and not just be like, oh, I got it, I'm ready, and then start running, because you're going to poop out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, Yeah, you need space from your children, and children need space from you, just so you know. Happy, healthy adult children. That's, that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. But I think that's all of our goals, that we want those kinds of children. But I think the main thing we have to keep in mind, the key word in all of that is adult. Mm-hmm. And when you have adult children, we as mamas, we need to release our children and let them be adults. And listen, I'm preaching to the choir here. Taylor, just this week... Told me because I'm just self-confession here. I'm being very transparent. So this weekend, I'm completely by myself. Like, Greg went on a trip. Emily and Brian went to Savannah for the whole weekend. Abby's got rush at her school. Kelsey, of course, is in California. So Taylor was my only, you know, hope that he might come home <laughs> for the weekend. So I texted him in a little manipulating fashion. I just want to be full disclosure here. And I said, I told him, everybody's going to be gone. It sure would be nice if you'd come home from Auburn. And he, He called me, Mom, you are manipulating me. And I'm like, Yeah, I am. (laughs) And he goes, Well, I don't like it. You're wigging me out, and I want you to stop that. And I was like, Oh, okay. But you know what? He's right. Yeah. He's an adult. Yeah. And it's not his problem that I'm by myself for the whole weekend. Yeah. And I don't need to feel sorry for myself. So now I've sort of change of mind, rolling up my sleeves and be like, all right, what am I going to do around the house? That's why I'm like, I'm looking around the room of the podcast (laughs) room and I'm like, I could go decorating, buying or something, Uh you know, just fill my days. It's not Taylor's responsibility to make me happy. And that was bad mom on my part. So, but we have to realize and release our children and allow them to be adults. And the thing about adults are sometimes they're going to make wise choices and sometimes they're not. Our job as a mom is to love them through it. Mm -hmm. Either way they go. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Um, Then also mission statements for the family. Yeah, I think they're important. I think this really comes down to a personality thing. Some personalities are all about it. They write it. They memorize it. They write it on the walls. They make plaques and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Some people, they don't really care about it. Um, Greg and I sort of fell in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like I think one time we sat down to work on a family mission statement. I don't think we ever landed on anything. Yeah. If we did, I sure as heck don't remember it. Yeah. But did we have principles that we wanted for our family? Absolutely. We values, morals, all that kind of stuff, and we try to teach that to our children. But did we ever have a mission statement? Mm-hmm. No. But I think we turned out okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's good or bad. I think it's right. great if it's it's in your wheelhouse. Go for it. If it's yeah. not, don't sweat it. Yeah.
0: What if you had to put it into words?
1: What would you think is the purpose of a family mission statement? I think for some people, it's just like your your north star. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can always go back. Like for me, I had to have a mission statement for Birds on a Wire, and that is to equip and encourage moms. So everything I do within Birds on a Wire, I run it back to my mission statement. Am I equipping moms? Am I encouraging moms? Mm-hmm. Am I equipping moms? Am I encouraging moms? Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing for the mission statement for the family. It's sort of like you run your decisions, you run everything through that to make sure you're staying on point. Mm -hmm. I think me personally, I'm just sort of, I knew intuitively what I wanted out of the family. It was fine with Greg, like he was fine with what, you know. So I just sort of always stayed. I'm just that way naturally When it comes to my family, Mm -hmm. like, is this going to be good overall for the kids in the long run? Is this going to be good overall for the family in the long run? I sort of ran everything by that just intuitively. Mm -hmm. So I didn't need the mission statement, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, Do y'all have
0: one? You know, we tried to make one one time. We um, did a book called The Prescription for the Fractured Family. I've heard of that. And fractured is not as in broken. Fractured as in like just in eight places at once. Yeah. Like trying to figure out how to the rein in family. the the chaos, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the the purpose of the mission statement was that was your grid that you ran everything through. Mm-hmm. Is this activity going to align right or is it sideways yeah. energy or is it taking away from it or not adding to it and just creating extra energy. And so we did it then and and it was interesting to see like our viewpoints on what, you know, uh, our mission for our family was or what we valued most as a family mm-hmm. um and I think that what you would just said that it was just all kind of inherent <clears throat> excuse me that it was all kind of inherent mm-hmm. I don't know that it's something that we ever needed to have printed on a wall yeah you know but I will say that it did help us and this was quite a few years ago really look at our calendar yeah and just be like it's too much yeah what is any of this working with our mission statement? And if not, then we don't really don't need to be doing it. Yes, and it gave us permission to say no to things. Yes, and not feel like we had to explain
1: ourselves all the time. I agree. I agree.
0: So, um, so what is one practical thing that this mom can do today, as far as the pursuit of healthy, happy adult children?
1: I just would pray and really practice unconditional love. Which is a lot easier to do than what it sounds. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's unconditional love is really hard, especially when you have adult children that are making some choices that you're not like, like really crazy about. And I've had that, you know, in my family when they're adults and not adults, you know. And so, but when they're adults, you don't have any say. I mean, they're adults. Mm-hmm. So um, we just have to release our children and allow them to be them and then pray for them. You know, pray for them and pray for us that we would love them even through hard choices um, in an unconditional way. Love it. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome.
0: Hey moms, did you know that Karen is hitting the road in February? We've created an incredible Moms Night Out event just for you, hosted by churches all around the country. This is an evening where you can refuel, recharge, and experience the kind of encouragement you get from Wire Talk in a live environment with Karen and our amazing worship team. Head over to our website at birdsunderwiremoms.com events, or click on the link in our show notes for dates and locations. Then grab a few girlfriends, grab some tickets, and make it a Moms Night Out to remember that was our last question for today wow I know I felt like that one went really fast I
1: know that was a fun one though I enjoyed those questions I love futuristic thinking yeah
0: (laughs) it scares me to death so it was (laughs) good to see it to see it from afar yeah and not be like scared in the midst of it yeah 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 well, moms, we know that your time is precious, so we thank you so much for spending it with us. We hope that you end your time with us today feeling encouraged and equipped, and most importantly, mama's the peace of God. And you can get encouragement each week by tuning in to Wire Talk. If you're new to Wire Talk, we have over 100, not over, almost 100 episodes yeah. packed full of practical biblical wisdom from Karen. So subscribe today to make sure that you don't miss an episode. And of course, if you have questions about motherhood, we want to hear it, so make sure you send them in. You can visit us at birdsonawiremoms.com com slash to send in your question you can also find us on instagram or facebook you can check the links in our show notes to follow us there and you can send us questions any of those ways via the website or social media Uh, but we do thank you for tuning in be sure to join us next week to see if we cover your question and until then moms have a great week thank you for listening to wire talk with karen stubbs the podcast designed to encourage and equip you on your journey of motherhood